Let's talk about love. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about drugs. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about we. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about we. Let's talk about wealth. Let's talk about greed. Let's talk being broke, living in poverty. Let's talk about black. Let's talk about white. Let's talk about how we still fight for our rights. Let's talk government, sex schemes, and drugs. And let's talk about God. Let's talk about love. Let's discuss our feelings. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Blessed to BS. I'm your cousin in Christ, Wantra Levette, and this is Bougie Bible Studies. If you are new, here i like to welcome you to the best bible study class that you will ever come across and if you are not new here you already know how we get down over here at bless bs as we dive into a chapter a week and get the inside and backstory of what took place in the bible that is still valid for our lives today now if you've been rocking with us you already know that we are in class 25 in today's chapter is 1 Corinthians 15, the thoughts on the afterlife. If you was with us last week, you know that we spoke about Paul's description of love and how important it was to walk in the truth of God's love. Like sometimes we feel unloved, we feel unwelcome and unworthy of what God has to offer us. But the fact that he loves us just for who we are, like we don't have to change anything, but basically just declare that God is real and he loves us just how he made us. And so this week we're going to jump, we're going to skip a chapter, which would have been chapter 14. And we're going to just jump right into 1 Corinthians 15 and we're going to get the insight on the thoughts on the afterlife again this is paul still talking and if you've been with us you know that we have journeyed through the life of paul and he basically been preaching and giving acknowledgement to god because god has been using him as one of the disciples to declare the word of the scripture and so we here today i say welcome one welcome all there is no judgment here we basically just read the bible and get the inside story i'm your host and i'm in honor of reading the bible today okay you can read out of any version you choose to i read out of the niv version that's my choice honey that is your business whatever bible you choose to read out of you can simply just listen and follow along that just make it easy so if you are ready i am ready go ahead and grab your bibles and we're going to start it off the resurrection of christ verse 1 chapter 15 first corinthians now brothers and sisters i want to remind you of the gospel i preached to you which you received and on which you have taken your stand by this gospel you are saved if you hold firmly to the word i preached to you Otherwise, you have believed in vain. For what I received, I passed on to you as a first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me also as to one abnormally born. 
verse 9 for i am the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle because i persecuted the church of god but by the grace of god i am what i am and his grace to me was not without effect no i worked harder than all of them yet not i but the grace of god that was with me whether then it is i or they this is what we preach and this is what you believed the resurrection of the dead verse 12 but if it is preached that christ has been raised from the dead how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead if there is no resurrection of the dead then not even christ has been raised and if christ has not been raised our preaching is useless and so is your faith more than that we are then found to be false witnesses about god for we have testified about god that he raised christ from the dead but he did not raise him if in fact the dead are not raised for if the dead are not raised then christ has not been raised either and if christ has not been raised your faith is futile you are still in your sins then those also who have fallen asleep in christ are lost if only for this life we have hope in christ we are of all people most to be pitied but christ has indeed been raised from the dead the first fruit of those who have fallen asleep for since death came through a man the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man for as in adam all die so in christ all will be made alive but each in turn, Christ the first fruits, then when he comes, those who belong to him. Then the end will come when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father, after he has destroyed all dominion, authority, and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death, for he has put everything under his feet now when it is says that everything has been put under him it is clear that this does not include god himself who put everything under christ when he has done this then the son himself will be made subject to him who put everything under him so that god may be all in all now if there is no resurrection what will those do who are baptized for the dead if the dead are not raised at all, why are people baptized for them? And as for us, why do we endanger ourselves every hour? I face death every day. Yes, just as surely as I boast about you in Christ Jesus our Lord. If I fought wild beasts and Ephes and Ephesus with no more than human hopes, what have I gained if the dead are not raised? let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die do not be misled bad company corrupts good character oh i like that so much oh i want to say that one more time verse 33 do not be misled bad company corrupts good character come back to your senses as you ought and stop sinning for there are some who are ignorant of god i say this to your shame the resurrection body verse 35 but someone will ask how are the dead raised well what kind of body will they come <laughs> how foolish what you sow does not come to life unless it dies 
When you sow, you do not plant the body that will be, but just as a seed, perhaps of wheat or of something else. But God gives it a body as he has determined, and to each kind of seed he gives its own body. Not all flesh is the same. People have one kind of flesh, animals have another, birds another, and fish another. There are also heavenly bodies and there are earthly bodies. But the splendor of the heavenly bodies is one kind and the splendor of the earthly bodies is another. The sun has one kind of splendor, the moon another, and the stars another. And star differs from stars and plunder. So will it be with the resurrection of the dead. The body that is sown is perishable. It is raised imperishable. It is sown in dishonor and it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. So it is written, the first man Adam became a living being, the last Adam a life-giving spirit. Verse 46, the spiritual did not come first, but the natural, and after that the spiritual. The first man was of the dust of the earth, the second man is of heaven. As was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth, and as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are of heaven. And just as we have been born the image of the earthly man, so shall we bear the image of the heavenly man. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised and perishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with the immortality. When the perishable have been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with the immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death is your victory, where, O oh, death is your sting. Verse 56. The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm, let nothing move you, and always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And that is the end of chapter 15. Okay, talking about life after death. Let's break it down. So boom, the resurrection of Christ. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you. He's given us a reminder, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. I think that's something that that's what I'm doing right now as I'm reading the Bible. By the gospel you are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. What's the point of actually reading the Bible or believing it if you're going to not live by it pretty much like i'm gonna believe what god tell me if god say he's gonna do it for me he's gonna allow my cup to overflow 
I'm going to believe that my cup is going to overflow. And I just have to continue to get with God to see which cup he's talking about. For what I have received, I passed on to you as of the first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture. That was the first important thing that he basically let his people know. The first thing that y'all need to know first and foremost, Christ came and died for your sins. What does that mean for you? If somebody came and died for your sins, you do not have to keep repeating dying for something that somebody already died for you. Why, if I know that I'm going to sin, if I know that in my human nature on this realm world that I'm going to sin, it's, it's by nature I'm going to do that. Why am I going to be crucified for the sins that somebody already came and died for me? Like, I'm not. Like, you're just going to hate me. You got to take it up with Jesus at this point. Like, if you don't like me, if you don't like what I do, what I look like, what I wear, what I, every, anything about me, if you don't like it, like, just take it up with God. Don't even worry about me. Don't take it up with me. Take it up with God. Period. So... Christ died for our sins. That's the first important thing that he let us know. That he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas. And then to the 12 disciples. And after that, he appeared to more than 500. If you don't know who Cephas is, Cephas is Peter. He basically appeared to Peter. He appeared to the 12 disciples. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time though some have fallen asleep and then he appeared to James and then to all the apostles and last of all he appeared to Paul which he turned Saul into Paul and he's been using him as an example ever since we got introduced to Paul who was once Saul and so for I am the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle which he didn't and he said here because I have persecuted the church. If you did not know, Paul was really out here like slicing and dicing people who believed in Jesus of Nazareth. He didn't like the fact that God actually sent his son down here to continue off on the scriptures of what was actually going on in scripture and what was preached about. Nobody wanted to believe that Jesus was the son of God. And so Paul, he was out here like killing people who preached about Jesus of Nazareth's art talked about any of Jesus or anything like that so he really did persecute the church he was a bad person but by the grace of God I am what I am and his grace to me was not without effect Woo, say it ain't so even though he was out here slicing dicing people and killing people and shooting them and all that good stuff like God still used them God still gave him grace <laughs> ain't that amazing it's amazing that you can have this type of grace from something that's so more than us Ooh, I wish I had the right words to say. So I'm going to get my vocabulary together so I can bust out these right words. He said, no, I worked harder than all of them, yet not. Yet not, he didn't work harder than anybody. But the grace of God that was with me, that's it. He didn't work harder than everybody. Just, it was the grace of God this whole time being with Paul. He didn't work harder than nobody. He was actually a bad person. And he has been getting saved over and over by God. What an amazing thing that he'd been able to preach about the scripture. Been being able to preach about the works of God. Like he's actually been a witness of God's work because God has been using him. So whether then it is I or they, this is what we preach. And this is what you believe. He like whether it's me or whether it's them. It is what it is. The first important thing that you need to know is Christ came and died for your sins. The second thing you need to know is that he died and on the third day he rose again. And you need to know he appeared. He showed up. He showed up to his disciples. He showed up to the people. He showed up to 500 people. And he also showed up to Paul. Like he made himself known. So that was the first thing that he did. That, that was the resurrection of Christ. Now the resurrection of the dead. 
But if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, <laughs> our preaching is useless. And so is your faith. So when people think that there is no resurrection of the dead, then how could you have faith? Because the first thing, the second thing that it was known, Christ died for your sins. He died and then he was raised. And that was the raising of the resurrection. So if God died and he rose from my sins as well, I'm good. Like, I don't have to keep living according to the people who think that their sins are better than my sins. Or they're judging off our, like, we're getting judged off our sins when we're all out here sinning. Ain't that crazy? More than that, we are then found to be false witnesses about God. For we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead, but he did not raise him if in fact the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. Like, come on, y'all, make up your mind. Either Christ has been raised or he has not been raised. This is what he's like telling people, what y'all gonna do? You gonna stick with Christ being raised or Christ not being raised? Because if he haven't been raised, then what faith it is that you have? Like, how could you have hope in the fact that some, that you can die to something and actually be raised brand new? For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most be petty. Like, for real. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruit of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of dead also come through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. But each in turn Christ the first fruits, then when it comes those who belong to him. Adam came through when God came. He made Adam through dust, it says, created him spiritually through dust, created him as a man first fruit that was the first fruit of humans so did jesus have to come back like that jesus had to come back as a man and he also had to die as a man it's basically giving us the knowledge man of knowing that what dies can come back to life but it may not come back to life the same thing most likely it's not if i put away my childish ex most likely maybe my adulthood is trying to come alive and it goes to say, like, just like Christ, like, if I cannot keep being the same way, so there's some things in me that has to die. There's some ways in me that have to die. Maybe my attitude or maybe the way I'm thinking about living or maybe the poverty in my life or maybe my finance. Like, But there's some ways in me that has to die that I need to be raised again, but just in a higher power financially like I grew up in poverty rats roaches and all that nasty stuff that I said I don't want to live like this anymore so I had to die to living like that so that I could live in a different way this what the bible is speaking to me about this is true testimony saying like you can even say into my life when I start walking in relationship with God there's a lot of things that have to die in my life because there were some other things that had to be raised like a higher side of me, a higher elevation of my life, a higher living in abundance of who I am had to be raised. And so there's some things in me that have to die. And I really do get this part. Like it's kind of confusing, but for me, I get it that the truth, like if you say that it doesn't die, then your faith will say that it can't be raised. And then it's pointless, right? 
the last enemy to be destroyed is death for he has put everything under his feet now when it says that everything has been put under his feet it is clear that does not include god himself who put everything under christ when he has done this then the son himself will be made subject to him who put everything under him so that god may be all in all hello thank you for sending your son on our behalf putting everything into him putting everything under him both living and dead allowing yourself to reign into him so that we can die to the idea and the thought of death so that we can live here abundantly on life in this land today like i want to live an enjoyable life today and how can i do that if i'm constantly thinking about my sins or trying to figure out which way to live according to god and god is already telling me like baby I already sent somebody to die for the things that you worried about. I don't even know why you worried about that. Like, I just need you to work. Look to me and let's get this thing moving. When God want to do something in your life, best believe something has to die in order for something else to be brought back to life or brought to life. I ain't going to say brought back to life, like brought to life. Like when God is moving in your life, like really moving in your life. And I ain't talking about that fake stuff. Things are going to die. Maybe it's some stuff that you would think that would never die. But it's a reason why you may tune into this podcast. It's a reason why you may be acting the way you're acting right now. It's a reason why you may be distancing yourself from people or you may be working towards something. It's a reason why you are taking care of yourself more harder because when God is doing something in your life, certain things that no longer serve you has to die. Ways of living that no longer benefit you has to die. When you're trying to reach a higher level, best believe God is going to allow those things to perish honey okay and I say this because he has done that for me I, I I'm a witness okay my testimony is like for real this best believe this is not useless now if there is no resurrection what will those who do who are baptized for the dead if the dead are not raised at all why are people baptized for them and as for us why do we endanger ourselves every hour I face death every day, yes, just as surely as I boast about you in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know how many people hate the fact that some of us really love Jesus? Like, you know how the enemy really can't stand that and his people really can't stand that either. Like, talking about Jesus, like, you could just say very something very lightly about jesus people were like the bible ain't real jesus ain't real god ain't real god is fake this and this like like i don't need to know how you feel about jesus or how you feel about my god like that's your business keep it between you because i'm going to praise jesus christ my savior i'm going to thank god and i'm going to read the bible i'm going to dive in i'm going to have a relationship with the lord whether you like it or not and it's funny it's because at first i would feel kind of not saying like intimidated the fact that people would judge you so harshly about your relationship with god but i had come to a point where it didn't matter to me if you didn't care if you had something to say about jesus i'm going to glorify jesus name very boldly loud and clear and i have asked god over and over numerous times make me bold in my actions on glorifying you lord because i need to not shy away from what you're doing in my life and i need to testify and and show people that this is what they see it's only a grace and an action caused by you this has nothing to do with me best believe that i am just a vessel being used by the great works of the lord and when i say he's doing something so magnificent in my life that i can only talk about the now and the daily bread that he has given me but the fact that I know my relationship with him sustains everything that 
my survival stands for. I would rather walk this earth with God and God only before I care about somebody judging me about my relationship with Jesus. And I just leave that at that, okay? Let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. Nobody is promised tomorrow. Best believe when they killed my brother last year, nobody seen that coming. I had not even thought about it or even imagined that my brother would have passed away the way he passed away. They, they killed him. And I would have never thought that. And that really woke me up to make me realize that no day is promised. No matter how much we want to survive here on earth or how much we think we got planned out for tomorrow's life journey, your day is not promised, okay? Not at all. No second, no minute, no nothing is promised to you. So why wouldn't I want to have a relationship with God knowing the fact that not even a second is promised to me? I need to put death away. I need to kill death so that I could live abundantly on life knowing the fact that death is something that God goes for. He goes after that. That's like one of his enemies. And the fact that people dread to die knowing the fact that we all gonna, we all gonna die one day. Not everybody is surviving actually here on earth or living abundantly here on earth. People is really walking dead. Like it's funny that it's funny, but let's keep going. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. And I said that twice and I'm gonna say it again. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Come back to your senses as you ought to and stop sinning for there are some who are ignorant of God. I say this to your shame. He's like, I say this to your shame, like shame on you. That's why some people that I can't hang with no more. I can chat with some people and I can keep it real cool and cordial, but no, I cannot hang with people that no longer serve my character or that can corrupt my character. I don't want to be around no bad, no bad people. Whether your attitude is bad, your energy is bad, your ways is bad, your mouth is bad, your personality is bad. I don't want to be around it because it's going to corrupt my good character. And I'm trying to stay in a place of peace and surrendering my daily bread, the fact that I need God every day. And there's not a day that goes by that I don't need God in my life. And as much as I look on the internet and I want to join this or go to this party or be invited here or do this or wear this or go there, it's not even about that. It's actually just about living a good life, being the person that I am, the char- my character that God is molding for his great work and whatever that may be may no judgment stand firm and only God's judgment against my life and I have to say that to know that I have to talk to myself as well as I'm talking to you guys I talk to myself on this podcast that's who I'll be talking to so let's continue the resurrection of the body but someone will ask how are the dead raised but what kind of body will they come (laughs) how foolish what you sow does not come to life unless it dies, baby. When you sow, you do not plant the body that will be, but just a seed, perhaps of a wheat or of something else. But God gives it the body as he has determined and to each kind of seed had he gives its own body. I was planted. I can see that this seed that has been planted is growing so abundantly in God's grace. And I say that to say is because I wasn't like this five, six years ago. And I know that it all come from a seed because when I look back on my life, I'd be like, dang girl, jail, juvenile hall, foster care services, all this stuff of not having certain type of stuff. And God has still allowed me to live the life that I'm living today. And it ain't even half of what he had for me. It ain't even like a quarter. It ain't even a inch of what God has for me and the fact that I'm able to gracefully live happily today 
day and walk a relationship with God and not care about who's judging me is like, man, that's the seed that God has planted. And it's, the, and it's the seed and the prayers that my great-grandmother and my grandmother and my ancestors and people behind me that has prayed generational, generational. Well, I'll be the one to be say, like, I'm going to break generational curses. Like, it stops with me. Poverty stops with me. I declare and I decree that I am a multimillionaire. My family is a billionaire in the making. Wealth starts with me and my family. So... I like that. Not all flesh is the same. People have one kind of flesh. Animals have another, birds another, and fish another. There are also heavenly bodies and there are earthly bodies. But the splendor of the heavenly bodies is one kind and the splendor of the earthly bodies is another. The sun has one kind of splendor, the moon another, and the stars another. But in the stars, a star differs from star and splendor, which I think is beautiful. Because not all stars are the same, but yet they have their own glimpse of body of nature of how they become stars so will it be with the resurrection of the dead the body that is sown is perishable it is raised imperishable thank you jesus it is sown in dishonor and it is raised in glory it is sown in weakness yep and it is raised in power thank you it is sown a natural body and it is raised a spiritual body i can honestly say that i'm been living spiritually today i used to be living in my earthly body but today I'm very much living spiritually and you won't even understand that until you actually go into the spiritual realms of living spiritually. That's when you will understand what I'm talking about. A lot of people will probably hear this and not really understand and get it. But if you are living in a spiritual, then you probably do understand this very much and you know exactly what I'm talking about. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. This is this is real, you guys. This is like for real. So I know I have my natural body. I can see it. I can look at it and I can see it. I see the flesh these side of me I see what I look like that's my natural body but my spiritual body she's also here with me too and she's amazing and I couldn't tap into her because I couldn't see her at first and I had to go into that spiritual room to see her and now that I see her I actually let her take the front so the person that you may encounter most likely will be my spiritual side even though you are looking at my fleshly side Okay. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural. And after that, the spiritual. The first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man is of heaven. So Adam came of dust, and then God came, Jesus came from heaven. As was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. And as in the heavenly man, so also are those who are of heaven. And just as we have borne the image of the earthly man, so shall we bear the image of the heavenly man. Thank you, Jesus. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised, imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with the immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with the immortality, then the saying that is written all will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. What is death if you can live an immortality life? Shout out to all my vampires out there. <laughs> Where, oh, death is your victory. Where, oh, death is your sting. 
you don't scare me death the sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law and we spoke about this i want to say two chapters ago not even two chapters in corinthians but i want to say we were in acts when we spoke about this the sting of death is sin but thanks be to god he gives us the victory through he gives us the victory through our lord jesus christ therefore my dear brothers and sisters stand firm Therefore, my cousins in Christ, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. I want to thank you very much for taking a chance out to listen to this podcast because there is something very much strong in you that needs to come out where you stand firm. And you declare over your life that God is real. The word of God is real. And let the Holy Spirit work on your behalf. You don't have to do too much. You got to let that pain go. You got to die to your old ways. You got to let yourself resurrect brand new into God's glory. Because we are children of God. We are heirs of Jesus Christ. Do you know we are more than conquerors? That means we can accomplish and do anything. And the biggest thing that the devil wants you to do is he wants you to die. He wants you to die to the fact that hustling, he wants you to die to hustling. He wants you to die to grinding. He wants you to die to surviving. He wants you to die to making yourself more than what God has made you of. Don't let the devil rule over you. Please don't. I beg of you. I just ask you all because you guys are all my cousins in Christ, my sisters and brothers in Christ. And the fact that I know how the enemy work on my behalf, I can only imagine that he is really out here because he be at me all the time and I have to stand firm in the fact that you cannot move me. I'm planted in this relationship with God and it's not because I don't need to be or anything. It's because I want to be. I don't want to survive on this earth without God. The weapon of God is so powerful in my life. It has all the tools that I need to fight this enemy so that I can live an enjoyable life. And if you think that I'm going to let the devil stop me from becoming a millionaire and a billionaire and all of that good stuff, he got another thing coming. Like, no, it's going to happen for me. Best believe that. But it's going to happen on God's timing. And that's why I'm going to stick with God. It's because I don't want to be out here chasing the wrong thing, allowing the enemy to get the best of me. And he taking me someplace that I don't want to be like death okay i'm gonna put that to the side so my cousins you guys have been listening to the best bible study class you guys can click any link below and check out any episode before this where you can just see how this podcast has really just been jumping off and how we've just been dedicating ourselves into the bible and getting an understanding so that god can continue to work on our behalfs individually because what he's going to do for you he's definitely not going to do for me but yet we are going to meet each other at the same place and that is at the top and honey let me tell you something god is so amazing not just because he's god but because he made you and if you hear and if you listening to this then there is something inside of you that needs to come out so i ask that you support this podcast send it to somebody that you feel that may benefit from it that may need it that just need to hear a word from god and just let god do something for them it could be something in this story that you have grasped that i didn't 
If so, go ahead and shoot me an email. Get intimate with me on this podcast by talking to me, send comments. Go ahead and check us out on all social media platforms. Just keep in touch with us because I'll be here for a while. And if you listening, then you already know you're at the best place. And until next time, you guys, I will talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye.